Hi, I'm Jonathan Pennington, and this is the Human Flourishing Podcast. This podcast is a repository of a wide variety of sermons, lectures, interviews, and other resources that I've recorded over the years. Today's episode is part of the devotional series on the Sermon on the Mount I taught for Sojourn East. Okay, now here we are in Matthew 5, 33 through 48. I said in the, in the previous one, you want to go back and, and listen or watch, listen to that or watch that if you haven't, that what we're in here are six examples that Jesus gives that are all rooted back in Matthew 5, 20 about what a greater righteousness looks like. The first three examples were in 5, 21 to 32. Now he says again in verse 33, let me give you three more examples. And the teaching is exactly the same. In every case, the issue is you have there's an external behavior, which is good and right to do regarding murder and adultery and divorce and oaths and retaliation and love. There's, a, there's an external behavior that's good. But if you have that external behavior without a heart that is oriented toward God, toward loving God and loving others, then it's not actually what God wants of you. Because something I often say, and some of you have heard me say before, the good news is God sees and cares about our hearts. Actually, I'll say it this way. The bad news is God sees and cares about our hearts, that he looks inside and he's not impressed by just exterior behavior. He's not impressed at all. He knows. But the good news is God sees and cares about our hearts. He really cares and wants to work in us a wholeness, an integratedness, a, a righteousness that is more than just external. Because there's actually no love there. There's no life there to be found in just an external righteousness. That's what Jesus calls a hypocrite. One who has all the stuff together on the outside, but they're dead on the inside. Go ahead and, and read Matthew chapter 23. You'll see him unpack this as well. So what does he do in these, these so he has these six examples of this, murder, adultery, and divorce are the first three. The second set of examples are, again, oaths and I, uh, retaliation and love for enemies. Oaths, the idea here in 533 to 37, is that you really have to be careful with your mouth, right? Which is difficult, especially for those of us who are professional speakers. I'm always talking all the time. I figure out what I think by talking. Well, we always have to be careful with our mouths because it's so easy to use our mouths to let our words get beyond our true hearts and get beyond our true righteousness. Um, interestingly, this is something that the book of James, which is closely connected with the Sermon on the Mount, there's a lot of dialogue between James and the Sermon on the Mount. James talk about, talks about this a lot, doesn't he? In James 5.12 or in James 1.19, where he says famously, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. James 3.1-12 reminds us of the power of the tongue. All of those are a good application of, of Matthew 5.33-37, which is emphasizing that we need to pay attention to how we use our tongues and not let them get beyond what is truly who we are in our person. Retaliation, another good example, it's related to the murder example, that it's so easy for us in every way to want to retaliate against others. But Jesus is saying there's something deeper than, than even just refraining from retaliation. There's something deeper, which is serving. So someone asks something for you, give beyond that, right? So the idea is pushing into a greater righteousness than just the exterior, but actually paying attention to the heart. And if you didn't get the hard emphasis, then you see it fully in 543 to 48, where he, he talks, this is the highest of all these. This is crazy. He says, actually, 
Uh, you've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. And he says, that's not enough. You actually need to even love your enemy. You need to let that sink in because enemies are not pleasant. Whether it's somebody criticizing you or somebody stealing from you, somebody misrepresenting you, somebody seeking to do you harm, um, somebody just neglecting you, maybe somebody um, slighting you in some way. Nobody likes an enemy. We have trouble enough loving our friends, right? But somebody who's set against you, Jesus says, you want to know what it means to be my disciple, to take my yoke upon you, to repent because the kingdom of heaven is coming in hand, to have greater righteousness than the scribes and Pharisees. You actually learn by the power of the Spirit to, to love, to step towards loving even your enemies. Because why? <clears throat> because that's how God is. God loves his enemies. He causes good to come upon even the unrighteous. And if God can do that, and he's completely righteous and completely just to be angry, then we too can as well because we are far from perfect. And he concludes this in 548 with these words, be perfect for your heavenly father is perfect. It's an unfortunate translation because the idea here is really whole again. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not that that we have to do everything right all the time. That's not what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, again, there needs to be a wholeness. There needs to be a connection between your our, our inside and our outside. And the wholeness is the righteousness that God is calling us to. And, and let me just conclude these reflections, not burdening you, but saying, friends, this is where life is to be found. This is where life is. Not living a life with a mask of hypocrisy where you have everything together and you're spending all your energy to make sure everybody thinks that you're together, but actually doing the, the more difficult work, but the actually life-giving work of saying, God, you see my heart. You know what's really in there. Work in me and transform me there. And then let that bear fruit on the outside rather than us focusing on the outside and letting our hearts rot away. So I'd invite you, friends. Be whole as your Heavenly Father is whole. Thank you for listening to the Human Flourishing Podcast. To learn more or get in touch with me, visit my website, jonathanpennington.com.